listening to the Suave Lover Podcast with your hosts, Benjamin Ritter and James Amaro. Suavelover.com, advising gentlemen on the art of romance. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. You have an MBA, or you have a Master of Business Administration. When I went to school, grad school, MBA meant married but available. <laughs> or when you're a consultant. Or when you're in a relationship, any relationship. <laughs> any relationship. <laughs> married but available. For a guy, all too often, he is committed and available. Conversely, all too often, a woman is uncommitted and unavailable. Unavailable women, very, very common. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not available for dating or for sex or maybe even moving in and living with, but something is really deeply fundamentally unavailable. And this happens more often than you might think. But it's not really depicted in movies and things like that because what I remember seeing is girl crushes on guy. Guy is seeing other people, doesn't want to commit, doesn't yeah. want to get married. Yeah. When in reality, there are a lot of really hurt <laughs> women or just in general, just unavailable women that men are crushing hard for. I dated a girl on and off for years and we just had fun and we wouldn't see each other for a few months and we'd see a lot of each other for a few months, but it was very casual. And I thought that that was great and that she was cool with it. And she was kind of, but what really was going on, at least in her case, was that she basically had reserved her heart for the one who got away. She was literally keeping her options open. And so as a result, I was her first and best option, which is kind of okay with me. But it wasn't even clear to her that that's what she was doing <laughs> until we talked about it years on. That kind of deliberate unavailability, that saving yourself for or avoiding the pain of, which is a lot of this stuff. Now, this is, this is not just girls that are hard to get. Now, let's be clear. A girl has some self-respect or she doesn't know what she wants or she's just not that into you. She's going to be hard to get. No, we're talking about girls who may be really, really hard to read. You think this is bizarre. You think their behavior is unexplainable and illogical. Why do they seem to be really into me, but then don't? <laughs> they get close and then they pull away. Yeah. We seem to connect so well, but they don't return my phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> but they call me when they want to see me. Yeah. And they text me when they want something. Yeah. And they love going out with me. And I don't think of this as being used by either person. I think of this as being emotionally confused if it's not stated, you might be the side dick. And if that's what's going on and you don't know about it, you're going to be crushed, but she may be enjoying herself. Now, how many girls, I don't know the numbers. I would love for there to be a survey done. How many girls married their best friend and they are in this wonderful, passionless, safe arrangement where they live with the guy, they actually live with the guy, and they're just looking for a good time. And that's the girl that you're going to meet in Vegas or wherever she's <laughs> passing through. And you guys are going to have a great time, but then you're going to want to go see more of her. There was a movie George Clooney was in many years ago called Up in the Air, where he was a traveling executive who fired people. And he fell in with the girl, and they had great times in the motels where he was always flying into. One time he goes to her house to see her for Christmas because he has fallen hard and is greeted 
with kids and a husband <laughs> and a whole life that yeah. she had kept from him. Unavailable. What are some signs of this? Probably her withdrawing when you guys get too close. Her not wanting to speak a lot about her emotions. Or her past. Oh. Things seem to go really well, so you move on to the next step and she gets angry or frustrated or finds a reason to get mad at you. Yeah, she just, just doesn't want to. I mean, you're like, well, we've been seeing each other for a couple of months. Maybe we should make it a Facebook <laughs> official. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you don't take photos together. Sometimes you're just going over to have sex. You don't go out much together. You are her Thursday. <laughs> you are not her boyfriend. <laughs> you're, not, you're not her priority. That's point. That's the Yeah, point. she's not really investing in you. Some signs of this may be she got out of a long-term relationship. She was hurt really bad in the past. Her life right now is not really in one specific path. She may be really into you, but she also either knows intuitively or consciously that this is all temporary. And that makes it very hard for the person who is trying to make life plans <laughs> to have yeah. a partner who is just finishing college and doesn't know what's going to happen next year. And maybe she doesn't even believe in marriage. Yeah. Her ideas of relationships could be different. We've talked a lot about value alignment and getting close to somebody, knowing knowing what they're built of, what their substance is. But this can miss that. I mean, even if you know what someone's values are, you don't know what their circumstances are. And circumstances are often going to drive, whether it's uh, the person who is emotionally unavailable, or they're actually living with a guy that they're breaking up with. And you are... <laughs> you are the, it. Yeah, he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> All right. So if that's what's going on and you don't know that that's the circumstance, this can all seem very stagecrafted and confusing and manipulative. I don't think that for the most part it's meant to be. I think for the most part it's miscommunication as opposed to explicit, clear manipulation. manipulation. Well, what's so horrible about this is that you see guys in these situations and they'll either get really angry and fight and then it brings him closer for a little bit because she doesn't want to lose him yeah. but then there's no investment further or he'll pull away and his needs aren't getting met because he doesn't understand what's going on but then keep investing in her because he thinks that eventually that's going to make it work you're left in this stressful cycle i think it's mutually stressful it's very unclear at least to one of you what's going on and if you find that you're with somebody who is unavailable the best thing that you can do for yourself and actually for the two of you is be at peace with whatever happens. I mean, that's the foundation under which all relationships, they have to emerge from something. So in other words, if you're going in object matrimony, if you're going in with the intention to find a wife or a spouse or a long-term commitment and it's not working, that can be incredibly frustrating because now you have a goal and the goal is being blocked by this unavailable person. If you're going into this relationship, your dates, going out and having fun with the intention of spending good quality time, and by the way, the distinction between wasting time and investing time is one that seems to be lost on so many people, so many girls I talk to. It's not a waste of time if you enjoy what you're doing with somebody. It's certainly not a waste of time if it doesn't end in marriage or death. That's not a waste of time. It's an investment of time if you enjoy the time you're spending with the person and you're getting something out of it. Wasting time would be fighting about things that don't make any sense, uh, becoming very confused, having your goals that were never explicitly stated failed to be met, and then you become frustrated at the person for failing to deliver on the promises never made. That's crazy. <laughs> A relationship isn't 
supposed to be a transaction. Or you shouldn't get angry at the fact that you overinvested because you miscommunicated and yeah. set the right expectations. Yeah. It seems like a really good thing to be angry about. But you really should have set the expectations and communicated and just stopped investing. Right. Is what you have to do in these relationships where she's not available, don't invest. <laughs> set the expectations of what it's going to be, which she'll be fine with because she's unavailable. And then accept the situation for what it is. Either get the fuck out if it's not what you're looking for or enjoy your time with her. I was in a relationship once where this girl did have the intent. She's mid-30s. She wanted to be married. She wanted to be wifed up and she wanted to have some kids. That formed every single one of her actions in our relationship. <laughs> did you know at the time? I figured this shit out quick. It was really unhealthy for both of us. And it's, it's the same thing. If you go in and you're so commitment ready and relationship ready, because she's the one, she is it. But she's not because she's not ready for you and she's not ready yeah. for a relationship. Yeah, that's a lot of projecting. You how much you, how perfect you think she is. Yeah. Nothing you do to coach her to this perfect woman pedestal is yeah. going to work for you. It's going to be really long and negative and horrible and yeah. you need to run, you bet. run fast. There's no shepherding the unwilling or the unable. There's just not going to happen. Now, I dated a girl who turns out was ready to be wifed up and I only found that out pretty quickly. She goes... I really want a husband and kids. She said that to me in an almost confrontational manner after a couple months of dating. And I said, let me help you with that. <laughs> I'm a dating coach. <laughs> well, I, absolutely. I'll help you figure out how to select in. She is married. She has a kid. I assume happily. I haven't talked to her in a bit. She has a kid. She's got another on the way. She seems to have gotten what she wanted. Now I got to tell you. We dated for a few more months in the in the interim because it was like, well, you're not the one for me, girl, and I'm not the one for you. But we can have a lot of fun together while we figure out what we got to do. And we did. We had a great time. And sometimes you meet a girl that is not relationship ready and you figure that out, even if you want to be in a relationship with her. Mm -hmm. And because of your skills and your prowess, James... Yeah. Over those six months probably that you're together because you know she's not ready or she's ready for a relationship and you're not him, mm. you kind of make her more ready for whatever she wants. If she's unavailable, then she becomes more available to a relationship. If she's relationship ready, you help her kind of figure out what she wants and what she's looking for. That is kind of your job in that situation to just enjoy your time together and make each other better people. The, the whole idea that you leave girls better than the way you found them I think, is a way to live that makes you way better than a pickup artist or a Casanova or a CAD. If you are interested in spending time with not just one person, let's be clear, I'm not interested in just one, but if I spend time with one, I want to leave her better than I found her. And I think that maybe isn't noble, but it's a damn good way to be. I can certainly sleep with myself. And, and her often. <laughs> if you can't handle who she is and what she wants, and you've realized you're in an unavailable relationship, you need to cut those ties. And it may seem like it works. She may run back to you, craving you, saying how much she misses you and how much she wants you, and she realizes that she made a mistake. She still isn't going to be ready for a relationship. There are a couple of examples. I mean, Hollywood isn't rife with them, but Love Actually, the bridges of Madison County have these sort of themes where it's a woman who is not available, swept off her feet or not, <laughs> uh, passionate or not. And the 
takeaway, I suppose the cultural takeaway is we tend not to think heavily about those kind of circumstances. We're like, okay, well, if you're not seeing somebody and then we start seeing each other, then that's where that goes. That's where it goes to marriage and it goes to kids and it goes to eyes. That script may not be running for her. And in particular, then, if you can sort of work out what the script is or or you can just accept however this is going to go. I guess that's probably what makes it fun. This girl, by the way, was not available to me in a sense where she wanted to have a commitment. I wasn't offering it, and so it wasn't going to happen. But we could accept each other for what we were to each other. And if you start every relationship with the idea that however this works out, whatever this girl's circumstance is, is okay. I don't have to judge her, critique her, mold her in to the fair lady that I want her to be then the pressure is, in fact, off of both of you. You can just sort of be with each other, warts and all. The patience that you can show a woman that is unavailable can actually get her ready for a relationship. Yeah, good one. Maybe with yeah. you, maybe not. And so the reaction isn't, fuck this bitch, or... Let no, me... to hell with this bitch, or maybe fuck this bitch. bitch. Yeah. Or invest more, invest more, invest more. She just needs to know that I love her. <laughs> <laughs> That'll definitely drive her into my arms, right? <laughs> but it's to take care of yourself in this particular moment and to withdraw a little bit of your emotional investment. Don't focus on holidays or big weekend events and all that jazz. And just accept it for what it is. Learn some communication tricks like active listening. Uh, reading between the lines and you might find out what the source of it is like I say the girl that I dated on again and off again for a couple of years who I found was crushing on a guy and keeping her option open that didn't come out when I said what's the deal <laughs> that came out after a long time where I'm like well this is kind of great and something was up and she just kind of wanted to get it off her chest she wanted to talk about it and once we worked that out it was like well, now we know what's going on. And she wound up Facebooking the guy. He's happily married with kids. And that reserve that she had slowly went away. I mean, she was no longer unavailable. And as it turned out, I dating coached her too when she started to look for that house in the hills with the picket fence. I said, yep, I'll help you. But I just ain't it. So send all your unavailable women to James. Yes, and <laughs> I will gradually make them available. Butt One slams. fuck you at a time. <laughs> You have been listening to the Suave Lover podcast. Visit suavelover.com to become the kind of man that women crave.